y'all you all i just finished watching the new pinocchio on disney plus happy day after disney plus day by the way um but i just watched the new one it just came out on disney plus starring tom hanks and a few other people um let me get all their names i want to make sure that i i have their names for y'all um let's see is it still going it is still going i love this um let's see who are the other people in the movie joseph gordon levitt who played jimmy cricket yes love that sinking um benjamin evan uh, i think it's ainsworth i'm sorry if i said your name wrong uh he is pinocchio um we have cynthia uh ervio i think that's how you say her name she's the blue fairy um and then we have uh keegan michael k or key who is honest john um let's see anyone else that i was like and then luke evans is the coachman okay there's other people in there too look y'all this movie oh my god I, I wanted to love it the first the first like 10 15 minutes cute film love it um i'm gonna spoil some stuff so if you guys don't want to be spoiled i would leave now um in three in two in one okay spoilers ahead um let's talk about it so the opening I liked. I appreciated the opening of the film. First of all, jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt does a great job voicing Jiminy Cricket because I didn't really read the cast list. I knew Tom Hanks was going to be in it, but I really didn't read the cast listing. He does he does a great job, you guys, at, at Jiminy Cricket. I, in fact, what was crazy about it is um, what I liked about this film. If you guys have seen the, I think it's like the new Adventures of Pinocchio, or no, it's called something else, um, like Pinocchio in Nightmareland or some junk. It was an 80s movie done by, I think, World Vision or Funimation. Is it Funimation? I don't remember. One of these companies did a knockoff Pinocchio movie. The same company that did uh, the the knockoff Snow White Happily Ever After with Irene Cara. Well, they did this movie too. And their Jiminy Cricket was, I think, the guy from... One of the guys from um, the Andy Griffith Show or whatever the hell it was back in the day uh, with Opie Opie Cunningham and all that shit, whatever. Him, one of the guys from that from that show, played uh, Jiminy Cricket in that version of Pinocchio, and I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt's performance was like a cross between the 1940 Disney films Jiminy Cricket and then this, the the other one um, from the the knockoff company. So he sounded like a cross between both those Jiminy Crickets, but also he voiced Jim Hawkins back in the day in Treasure Planet, and it's just weird to hear him like it's so different to hear him as Jiminy. Um, and while I was watching the film, I looked up because I, I thought it was somebody else. And I was like, oh my God, it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That's so crazy. He's such a talented actor. Shout out to you, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Hugest crush on you. I think you're amazing. Anyway, um, this movie. So what I like about this film is that it actually talks about G- Geppetto and the fact that he had a son, I guess, before and that son passed away. And that's kind of who Pinocchio is designed after, which I thought was so freaking cute. I loved that. And I, okay. I'm going to save my thought on that for a little bit later. But I loved that, I that part of it. It definitely makes you uh, sympathize with Geppetto a lot more, the fact that he lost a child um, and that he just really wants his kid back in, in a way. Like, they touch on that, but it's very light. I wish, I actually wanted more from that. Um, I wanted more from Geppetto's past. Did he, ha- he obviously had a wife. He obviously had somebody in his life at one point because how do he have this child? So I wanted more from that. And unfortunately, this film doesn't give that, which I thought it would. I, like One thing I like about some of the live action retellings is they kind of go back and they tell you backstory. Like Cinderella is a great example. It really does flesh out. That's probably one of my favorites of the live action remakes. 
that fleshes out what happened, you know, to everybody. Like, the, the prince has more of a story. His father is more endearing. Like, there's more in that movie. Um, like, Cinderella, to me, is the live-action gold standard of the, the Disney remake so far. I did like Lady and the Tramp. I know some people didn't like that. I did like it. I thought it was cute. Cruella's a great movie, too, but Cruella's more of, like, an origin story of Cruella, which is, it's, it's good. Um, Maleficent and Maleficent sequel, not my favorites. I just, they're cute for what they are, but honestly, like, I, I don't care for them because they make the prince out to be just, like, they really don't do much for Prince Philip at all. Like, these movies really don't do much for him at all, and it pisses me off. Um, Aladdin was pretty good. Lion King could have been so much better. Like, Anytime I talk about the movie Lion King, the live action, I have to tell you guys about the Beyonce album, The Gift. If you go on The Gift, there's a song called uh, Scar or Scars that really has, it's like Scars Lament song. It's a great song that really, they should have, they should have listened to that song really honestly and then put more of that into the movie for Scar, to my personal opinion, because yeah, um, Jungle Book is, is good too. People forget about that one. That one is actually really good. Beauty and the Beast, no, didn't like it. Um... Dumbo, no, didn't like it. Alice in Wonderland, it was okay. Eh, it's a Tim Burton movie. It's eh, eh, eh. Um, but yeah, this one I think was. Yeah, I, I wanted to like Pinocchio because Pinocchio is one of my favorite movies. Like, it's in my like top twenty Disney films. It really is. In fact, it was in my top ten. It might still be in my top ten for the longest time. I just love it. I love the setting of it. I love the animation in that film. It's like for Disney's second film, to me. It is a really, really great animated film. Like, I just, like, the opening scene, anyway, of, like, in, you know, uh, Geppetto's town, where he comes from, and, like, how they focus on the star, and they kind of just, like, uh, roll the, can like, panel away to the village. It's really, really cool. It's a great opening scene. Um, I think they were doing the multi-layer camera trick, too, back then. I know they did that with Bambi, where they kind of created layers for it, which is really awesome. Like, the opening forest scene, there, it's, it's a la layers. Um, I think Pinocchio, I want to say they started that with Pinocchio, but I could be wrong. Anyway, Pinocchio has been one of my favorites. I even got on a Disneyland dress as Pinocchio at one point. Like, that's how much I love Pinocchio. It's one of my favorite, favorite movies. And I, I like a lot of the other live-action renditions of Pinocchios from other studios. Like, Jonathan Taylor Thomas did a version of Pinocchio. I think it was the, the New Adventures of Pinocchio, whatever, in the 90s. That was good. Um, the, even the sequel, which was, like, far under budget. Jonathan didn't even come back for that. Even that was cute. So there were ways to do a cute live action Pinocchio. It's been done before. This, like right when I saw that they just went for the, the animated version of Pinocchio, basically just made him like computerized. I thought that was lazy. I really, I really thought that Disney was going to pull it out with this one and do something really, really clever. I mean, they're, they have puppeteers at Disneyland. Like, they're, like, yo, I remember going to Halloween events once, and I, or not events, it was actually just, like, a regular day in, in California Adventure, and they had, like, Miguel from Coco, and it was, like, a puppeteer. And I was, like, I was kind of expecting something like that for this movie. Nah, not really. And then, like, okay, figure of the cat is obviously CGI. Obviously, Cleo was going to be CGI. She's a fish. Um, and they gave them more, like, you know emotional range like because lion king obviously they didn't they didn't do that they let them be animals they weren't real animals but they let them be modeled after real animals and have real animal expressions but sometimes it just feels like these live action remakes just try to ruin the film it's true like some of them are just like you could have done like what and this movie it kind of goes up there with that too unfortunately so 
again, we get Geppetto's backstory, all that stuff. Then the blue fairy comes in and she wants to, you know, grant Pinocchio life, which is cute. I like what they do with the blue fairy. I think her design is beautiful. I love her wings. Beautiful, beautiful. I do feel the pacing in this film is a little bit fast. Like in that opening sequence, when they're talking to each other, it's very fast. There's not like a moment to breathe. Um, so it's, it's a lot of fast talking and like just... Okay, we're having to go through the story. This is, you know, reminding you it's a retelling, which I think is dumb. I feel like they should go in there and kind of be like, this is obviously like this movie's been done before by Disney, but because, you know, that was in 1940, we're now in 2000, what, we're in 2022 now. So it, there's been what, almost like 80 years, 80, 90 years almost coming up um, where you don't have to, you know, you don't have to tell this story like this. You don't have to speed through it, you know, let the audience kind of like, don't remind them that this has been done before, basically. Um, and there's also some kind of cute little nods that I also thought were kind of out of place, like with um, Geppetto's clocks on his wall. He has all these clocks he won't sell, he won't part with anything because he just loves making clocks, um, which is also accurate to the, to the original film. Um, but he has these clocks that he's made and there's like a Donald Duck clock, there's a Sleeping Beauty clock, there's a Snow White clock, there's a Dumbo clock, there's a Roger Rabbit clock, like, and these are cute nods to other Disney films, but to me, they're out, like, it's weird, like, because they, it, you know what I mean, like, they look just like their Disney, you know, animated selves, it's, it's weird, it kind of makes it seem like these Disney films exist in this world the way that they look. I thought what would have been more clever is if they had just kind of made them not so obviously, you know, these movies. Like if they had like, you know, a girl eating an apple and she doesn't look quite like Snow White, but she is Snow White and they had the dwarves, that'd be one thing, you know what I'm saying? But instead, no, they made them look just like their animated counterparts and it's just weird. Like, I, like to me, but I don't know. But then, but then again, Pinocchio looks just like his animated counterpart in this movie too. So I guess it kind of works, but it also kind of doesn't work. I don't know. Like it's just, it's weird. Pinocchio to me himself is just a really big distraction. And I, I wish they would have gone with a more realistic looking character or, you know, design for him. Um, that's just my personal opinion. Uh, Honest John and Kideon were cute, but again, very fast. It, it just, a lot of things happen in this movie very, very fast. Even though it's, it's got a longer watch time, I think, than the original, there's a lot that happens. And what I like about some of the other Pinocchio films, we really get to see the villagers and their response to Pinocchio. This film really didn't t spend too much time on that. Um, and that's the unfortunate part, I think, to me about this movie. Like I said, I've seen a lot, there's been a lot of Pinocchio retellings, live action retellings over the years. Uh, you know, Italian versions, American versions, everything in between. Pinocchio has hit the big screen or hit the screen in any kind of way a lot of times in live action form. And so comparatively, this film falls short, which is weird because this is Disney's version, you would think, because their animated version is like the standard, the gold standard of Pinocchio, right? But to me, I've never seen a better Pinocchio film than the original Disney version of the film. So it kind of bothers me that like, one of the worst adaptations is their own newer one. And, like, Tom Hanks is great. I don't think he should have been Geppetto. I just don't think he should have been Geppetto. There are times where he's obviously falling out of the accent. And we forgive him because it's Tom Hanks. But at the same time, it's like, you could have found somebody else. You could have found maybe, I don't know, like, it's somebody else. You don't even have to find an authentic Italian person. However, I do want to make that argument because I'm a little butthurt still about the whole Little Mermaid casting and how people hate her because she's not from, um, she's, she's not from Norway, she's not Norwegian, she's not from, she's not Danish, none of these things, like, 
And they, you know, make fun of her and they talk about her. But it's like, okay, but Tom Hanks, like, even if he is Italian, he does not have an accent. It's clear that he's putting this on. But y'all are just going, y'all ain't going to say nothing about this man's performance. Emma Watson, you know, she's, I don't even think she's French, but she did Belle and she's English and she can't even sing. So again, y'all just kind of coming for these people and it's just like, but, or you're coming for a Hallie, but you're not coming for Haley, but you're not coming for any of these people like robot anyway so like i said it was a lot there was it was a lot happening in this film I, like and you kind of go from one thing to another we go from stromboli and i do like the additions in this movie i think one of the girls let me look at her name um there is a few new characters they, they threw in this um there's like sophia the bird um, which I know there's a dove that appears in the 1940, but that's like also, I think that's like a derivative of the Blue Fairy. Then she comes in the form of a dove. This one has a seagull named Sophia. She was a nice little mix to it. You know, there's something that happens at the end with her. Like, again, I know this is a fairy tale, right? So it's going to be outrageous. I mean, Pinocchio is an outrageous story anyway, but they added some more outrageous elements. So I was like, does this need to be here? This don't need to be, this don't need to be here. Y'all already doing too much, girl. Like, okay. Um... Let me make sure I get these characters' names right. I think her name is Fabiana. I think it's the, the little girl. Love her. Love the addition of her in this film. Um, and then there is also the, uh, I think her name is Sabina. Also love her. So Sabina is a marionette and Fabiana is like her uh, master, basically. Her puppet master. Um, really, really sweet girl. She wants to be a ballerina. I think she has like a messed up leg or something like that, but that's what she wants. But she um, has, you know, car- well, I don't know if Strumbully carved it or she carved it herself. Her own little marionette uh, version of herself. Sort of of herself. Um, played, by, played by two different actresses, obviously. We have a young girl playing Fabiana, who's the young girl. And then we have a, a grown actress playing um, the voice of the marionette. Cute addition to the film. There's also some songs. By the way, this is somewhat of a musical, so expect music um, and expect singing. Um which, you know, the singing isn't terrible. It, it's there. Um, I hate that they replace Little Woodenhead with another song Geppetto sings. Little Woodenhead is a classic. I don't know why you wouldn't just keep, like... Whatever. Anyway. So, you know, obviously we cut to Pinocchio wanting to go to school the next day. So he goes off to school. That's where he meets Honest John and Kitty. And they have their own, like, you know, methods of, you know, not having him go to school. He tries to go to school. The schoolmaster kicks him out because he's a puppet, obviously. Um, but yeah, there's, there really just is no... Like, the village kids didn't really react to him. He was just kind of following them or whatever. Like, I again, this is a live-action rendition, so you have time to tell a little bit of a different story and add a few more things in there from the townsfolk. Make it more charming. Like I said, I've seen live-action versions. The Jonathan Taylor Thomas version is my favorite, I think, of the live-action ones because there's a lot of heart that goes into that there was even like a Pinocchio miniseries a few years ago with the boy who played Peter Pan and once upon a time he played Pinocchio I I love his career like he's I I wanted to be him when I was growing up like the the fact that you played both Pinocchio and Peter Pan amazing anyway like even like the once upon a time version of Pinocchio is cute like the you know the little story I it's just it's crazy it's crazy that you have this budget to make this film so good and you just and this is another one that it really, it's hard for me to call live action because there's so much CGI in this film. Like, so much of it. Um, I, 
yeah, there's a lot. So anyway, he ends up, you know, running Stromboli, obviously. That whole scene with the I Have No Strings is is very similar to the cartoon. Um, he gets captured again, of course. Uh, Jiminy Cricket gets put in, like, a glass jar, so he can't help out. They all, like, a lot of the film, they, they spend separated from each other, which is how it happens to be animated, too, to get him alone. Um, but after, like, being rescued from Stromboli, we go right into the Coachman thing, like, right into the Coachman thing. Um, so Honest John and Kitty, and I think, are only in, like, two scenes in the movie. Like, like well, because I know they're, they, once he escapes Stromboli in the animated, he meets up with them again. They introduce him to the Coachman, whatever. There's a relationship between the Coachman and Honest John and Kitty, and we don't see that in this film. That does not happen in this movie. Um, so they just go, he, we just go straight into the Pleasure Island, which is played by, uh, Luke Evans. He's the coachman. Um, and there's also Lampwick in this too. And I, I was hoping something would happen in this film and that they would address it because in like the story of Pinocchio, Lampwick and the other boys become donkeys. Lampwick dies as a donkey. It's very, very sad. Pinocchio is a very traumatic, sad story. Um, but I was hoping that by the end of the film, we'd get some resolution as to what happens to these kids. Do they stay donkeys? I know in the original, we didn't get one. But like, again, this is the live action. A lot of times with the live action renditions, they fix things, they tweak things. So it's not as bad. Like calling it root beer instead of calling it beer or having Pinocchio smoke. He doesn't smoke in this film. So they are aware that some of these themes are really, really dark for kids. We're going to change it from the 1940 version. And that was one thing I would hope they would change was the donkey thing. Didn't do that. Anyway, so they go to Pleasure Island, which is just like pure CGI madness. Just everything. I'm just like, this is so ridiculous. <laughs> like, I know it's Pleasure Island. It's supposed to be ridiculous, but it's so ridiculous, dude. So ridiculous. The kids are bad. They're like, you know, they really don't even redeem Lampwick too much either. Like some some live action versions make you feel bad for Lampwick changing because he has a bit of a personality, even in the original film. Not so much in this one. And he calls him Slats the whole time, which I'm like, I know at one point he was calling him Pinocchio in the original version, which is why I like Lampwick. They were obviously friends and kind of calling each other Lampy and, and Pinocchio. I think he does call him Lampy in this film, but there could have been more there. Like there could have been more. Um, and yeah, so basically Lampwick turns into a donkey like the other boys do, uh, or the other kids do, not just because there's girls there too. And they're just like destroying things or like showing, like they're breaking in places. Like it's very, it's um, an amusing scene, but it's also very choreographed, you can tell. And that's, I don't know why directors choose certain shots of, of, of things where it's like, you can tell like they're, they're, the actors are waiting on a cue to do something. And I'm like, why do you put that in the film? Like, I, there, I don't know, there was a moment where they were standing in front of like a building, the kids, and they were just all posed similarly. And then the, you know, the shot cuts to them posing like that and then going right back to where they, like going to what they were gonna do. And I thought you could have just cut that part. Like I, like my editing mind was like, don't show me that there's a cue for these kids to move. Just show them moving, if that makes sense. Um, anyway, like it's, it's a big jumbled mess at this point. Luke Evans pops up every couple of seconds to give the boys a new root beer um, at different parts of like the little log ride that they're on. Uh, and then they end up in the, in the, in the, uh, I'm sorry, they end up in the pool scene and that's when, you know, like they're playing pool and that's when the, the changes happen. And yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Pinocchio and Jiminy get out of that situation. Joe to go to go to try to find his father. This is where Sophia comes back in to let Geppetto know his son's at Pleasure Island. So he's like, okay, my son's been missing for 24 hours. I need to go find him. I'm gonna, he sells his clocks to get his boat, which I thought was cute. I like that idea that, you know, he finally 
he does something that he loves, you know, he does something, he gives something away that he loves to get the, the, the thing he loves most, his son back, so that was cute. Um, and then I think Sophia goes to find Pinocchio, they end up back on shore, that's when they find out, okay, dad's gone, very similar to the, the original, um, and then they're like, how do we get out of here, we gotta get out, so anyway, Stromboli gets arrested, his, his traveling crew, uh, basically decided to keep, you know, the, his cart and stuff, and make their own family, sort of, uh, marionette family kind of, uh, tour thing, which I thought was cute, they asked Pinocchio to come along, he's like, no, I can't do that, yeah, I gotta go save my dad, and they're like, well, how are you gonna get there, and he ends up, so Sophia, the bird, ends up putting Jiminy on her, like, her beak or something, I don't remember, and then Pinocchio ties a rope to Sophia, and she, like, takes him across the water, right, like, he's, like, skiing on the water, it's just, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, it's, there's also a few times Pinocchio, like, because his feet are so fast, and this will come back later, his feet are so fast that he ends up burning himself, like, he catches fire because he's wood, um, so yeah, there's that part, anyway, so Sophia's, like, guiding them out, they find Geppetto, and that's when Monstro, like, swallows them whole, and in this version, Monstro's, like, a whale plus octopus, he's doing a lot, Monstro's just doing a lot, which is, that's his name, Monstro, so he doesn't have to be one specific creature thing, I guess, um, and so they obviously spend some time, they're, like, as, as Pinocchio's getting to his dad by way of Seagull, they're, like, shouting to each other about what they've been through in the last 24 hours and that's when Tom Hanks is like falling out of his accent kind of and it's just like it's just ridiculous at this point at this point in the movie you're like this is just going on too long it's a little bit ridiculous this is just a lot um and you kind of just kind of go like okay I can I can see why there's bad reviews now I, I get it because it's, it's a Tom Hanks film you would think there's not going to be a bad review right it's Tom Hanks but there's a lot, and then Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in it, Luke Evans is in it. These are actors who are normally in things that people like. And it's just weird that it's, it just, yeah. So anyway, um, they go inside the whale, all this other crap happens. The, you know, then they have to, you know, build a fire to get out. That's what happens. There's this back and forth between them and the whale, just like the animated film. Um, eventually they end up like, oh, by the way, Pinocchio is able to steer them away because he's got those fast feet. So his feet are faster than Monstro, this huge monstrosity. I don't know how that works. I just, I was like, dude, I, I get it. Like, I, you know, it, it's one of those, it's one of those moments at the point where I think even the people who are writing it go, it's a fairy tale. We know it's ridiculous, but go along with it. Have fun. And you're like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm, yep. Sure, this is fine. Yeah. Mm. I, okay. That that's how I was feeling watching it. Just going, this is unnecessary. Like I I can okay. I can accept liberties were taken. This is just this is a lot. Like I would have loved to be in that room having this discussion going, we're not doing this, but we're not doing this. I would have loved to have been there to be like, but we're not doing this. I'm not going to throw my money at you to give me nope, it ain't gonna happen. Thank God this movie didn't come to theaters because I was not gonna sit in a theater and spend any kind of money on this movie. I wasn't gonna do it. And I hate saying that because I love Pinocchio. Like I said, Pinocchio is one of my like my top 20 films, if not in my top 10. I love these characters. This ain't it. Anyway, so. They get on land, and it's flipped this time. Normally, it's Pinocchio who's, like, face down in the water. We're not sure if he lived, if he made it through. Geppetto takes him home. That's when, you know, the, the blue fairy grants him his wish becomes a real boy. Okay. 
So in this version, Geppetto is the one that is knocked out and he is possibly, presumably dead. Pinocchio goes into a little very somber rendition of When You Wish Upon a Star and it's his tear that brings Geppetto back to life because that is not an overused trope at all. But then again, it does make sense. The boy is made of magic. So by the way, I'm, I'm burying something. Um, when we first meet the Blue Fairy, she has this power that goes after Geppetto makes a wish. Her power goes through, like blue light goes through the window, hits the photo of Geppetto's son, which then ricochets onto Pinocchio. So it is sort of the spirit of his son inside of Pinocchio. However, this Pinocchio has no recollection of ever being Geppetto's son or being alive. So it's different, I guess. Um, anyway, um, Geppetto comes back to life and he goes into this beautiful speech to Pinocchio about how he loved him and he doesn't need it. Like originally he had a plan for him to be somebody else, but he loves who he is. Meaning that you don't have to be a real boy because you're already doing real boy things. In fact, you're better than a real boy could ever be because you saved my life and did things that, you know, I, I love you and you're honorable and you, you just be yourself basically was the, the trope of that, which felt very unnecessary. Like, the end of the story. Pinocchio wants to be a real boy, but I guess in this in this version, it doesn't matter because he's beautiful anyway. And I, I want to say that towards the end, we see like a bit of CGI changing his leg from, you know, I'm going to look back just to make sure I saw that correctly because I think that's what I saw was them kind of changing his legs to appear more human. I think that's what I saw. Um, I could be wrong, but I want to say that's what was happening. Yeah, they did. Okay, so towards the end, the very... Okay, yeah, so never mind. I was going to say in this version, he does not become a real boy. That is a lie. The very, very last shot of him as they're walking away, he does become a real boy. So, I mean, I can live with that. Because when I first... Like, my first viewing, which was just a few minutes ago, and I, I, I thought it was a trick of the eye because I only noticed the one leg becoming human, I thought, oh, they're saying he's not going to become human. Then what the fuck was this for? Like... <laughs> I was really irritated. I was like, then what did I just sit through almost two hours for if he ain't gonna be, you bet. And I really thought it was gonna be the actor that played him, like his voice from, uh, he's he's uh, one of the kids, the great actor from the show, uh, I think it's called A Haunting or whatever the fuck. Like the haunting show, like the haunting of Bly Manor is specifically what he's from. Great actor. The little boy in that is great. He does a great job as the voice of Pinocchio in this too, by the way. Great actor. I was hoping that he would play him at the very end as his human self because he does look quite like Pinocchio, which I think is why he was cast. But turns out he's not even in the film like as an actual actor. He's just the voice, which I was like, that's kind of a waste, but go off. Um, it, it, it's cute. This movie is cute. Um, was it necessary? Not the way it was done. No, I, I think it was, I, I mean, the Blue Fairy's only in one scene too, by the way, which I was kind of annoyed by, because I love the Blue Fairy, I think she's iconic. And I guess technically she's only in like two or three scenes in the original anyway, but she's only in the one scene in this. She doesn't come back in the coach to help him out of the coach and tell him that, you know, A, your nose is growing because you're lying. Um, she also doesn't come back in the very end either. So it's just her light that they follow in the end of the film. And it, it's cute. It is, it's a cute film for sure. I just, and I think maybe they set this up for a possible sequel. I think a lot of people now are 
when doing the live action Disney remakes, they might have a mind for, hey, there could be a sequel in the future, so let's leave it open-ended or whatever. I think that might be the case. And Pinocchio's had sequels, not art, like not the Disney version of it, but there have been Disney uh, Pinocchio sequels. So maybe that's why um, they left it the way they left it, I guess. But it's just, it's very, it's a lot. Like, like, Honestly, when I first saw the trailer and I saw what Pinocchio was going to look like and the fact that he looked so cartoonish, I was already kind of over it. I was like, oh, this is not going to be good. Like, I want it to be good so desperately. It's not going to be good. I will say the Blue Fairies version of When You Wish Upon a Star is beautiful. I love her version. She can hit those octaves. Great, great choice on that actress and great, great choice on that song. Um, Luke Evans was fun for the moments. He was- oh, by the way, I'm bearing something again. So when they get to Pleasure Island, there's like these shadow creature things there, which I was like, bro, what is this? Like, like, what, wh- why, why do they explain them? Like, like they're just there and we have to accept it. But it's kind of like, okay, but what are they there for? Like, what, what, what magic is this? This is never explained. Like, I need to know why they exist because they're snatching up the donkeys and stuff and they're shadow creatures, which is cool. And you know what? That could possibly lead to, the, maybe that's the lead to the sequel because like I said, there's like uh, Pinocchio in Nightmare Land or whatever the hell it is. Maybe that's a lead to a sequel, perhaps, because these shadow creatures are never explained. We just have to accept they're there. Like, Monstro, again, is something we have to accept is there, too. But we know this character from this story. I'm not aware of these shadow, these shadow creatures. I've never heard of them. So I think it's interesting they're in this, and I want to know what their point is. Like, why are they there? I can accept a sea monster, sure. But why are these guys there? Who are they? Because there's the coachman, and then there's these shadow creatures. Who, the, who are they? Can we, do we know? Do we know? So, yeah. Also, the donkeys never get... We never know what happens to the donkeys. We don't. So, it's it's likely that they got sold off and they died. Because that's what happens in the actual story. So, I don't know if that's the case. But I was really hoping Disney would fix that. Because, like I said, I'm actually a Lampwick fan. I do like Lampwick. And, obviously, he's important to the story. Because he's in almost every iteration of the story. There's some type of Lampwick character. So, I would like to have known that him and the other kids change their ways and didn't become complete donkeys and die and be sold off as donkeys like I really thought they were going to do that in this maybe a sequel will change that but now that the ratings are in for this people don't like it I don't see a sequel coming I just don't see a sequel coming and that's unfortunate I mean if they keep it on Disney plus then who cares right like no one wants to go pay for this movie so if you want to do a sequel on Disney plus which I think you probably should do at this point to explain a few things that would be great I, I would watch that I, I watch this so I guess I would watch that but yeah Pinocchio this is one of the worst of the Disney live-action renditions my top ones are Cinderella Cruella even though I don't count that as a rendition because it's kind of its own original thing sort of um I did like Aladdin. I did like Jungle Book. Um, Lady and the Tramp I liked as well. I'm really trying to like go through these films and remember what was which. Um, I didn't like the Winnie the Pooh one, the Christopher Robin thing. I, I consider that one also. I know it's a continuation of the story, but still. Eh. Um, I, I think I'm just going to stick with those five. I, I might be missing some. It's, it's possible that I'm missing some movies. Um, but yeah, I just, 
this was not one of them and I'm really, really sad about it because I thought it was going to be. Mulan was okay. I, I didn't hate Mulan. Surprisingly, people, a lot of people don't like it. That's fine. I did not hate Mulan. I don't know what that was about. I don't know why I didn't hate it, but I didn't hate it. I'm excited to see Snow White still and I'm excited to see Little Mermaid. So I am excited to, like, I'm always going into live action remakes excited for what we're going to see. But sometimes they fall short. But I really do want to see what these next two films give. Um, I would love a sword. I think Sword in the Stone live action remix coming soon too. Want to see that. Um, yeah, like we'll see. We'll see what happens. But anyway, guys, I thank you so much for listening. I'll see you guys next time. Uh, Pinocchio is now streaming on Disney+. Plus. I will get into Thor, Love and Thunder probably later on today. I hope it's good. I haven't really finished watching it. So, but yeah, I'll see you guys later. Peace.